On this episode of the Real Life Caddy podcast, myself and we Neil are tying up a number of podcast loose ends. Over recent months, we've asked you, the listeners, to tell us the top 10 golf courses that you have played, as well as voting on the inaugural Donkey Awards. I am happy to announce that in this episode, we will be revealing our listeners' top 10 golf courses ever played and the Donkey Award winners. We also discuss our nominations for the Caddy Hall of Fame. I'd really like to thank everyone who contacted us with your winners for the Donkey Awards and your top golf courses. As always, we have our stories of the week, we answer mailbag questions and bring you some news about our plans for the Masters. Please check out the new Glorified Donkey website and feel free to check us out on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Glorified Donkey. Please also share the podcast with friends and go back and listen to any episodes you may have missed. However, in the meantime, please enjoy this episode. I got this little problem with the hooking the ball, hooking the ball. Maybe you can help me with my Episode number 54, Winners, Losers, Fame and Shame. Okay, that sounds like a, a very topic. It is. We... This is a very meaty and, and juicy episode because we are tying up a lot of loose ends, Neil. Okay. Um, I got a lot of loose ends to tie up. There we go. Uh, <laughs> we are in the gazebo, both wearing sunglasses. Yeah, why not? It's a nice sunny day, right? What a difference. We finally have a, a solid summer yeah. in Monterey. Yeah, well, we always we just survive 11 months of fog yeah. for this one great month every year. <laughs> Which is, is three weeks so far. Yeah. yeah so. But no, uh, as usual, stories of the week, what has been going on in Wee Neil's life? Uh, my heater has continued. Oh. I'm, I'm starting to get worried now, because uh-huh. you know what happens when things are going so good. Something really bad eventually happens. You sound Scottish. Oh, man. I'm just waiting for the other foot shoe to drop or whatever uh-huh. that expression is. Um, Light to break. <laughs> something's going to happen bad. Um, anyway, yeah, I had a great group on the weekend. Uh, Jamie and Brian Stark were... In town from uh, Encinitas uh, with their two buddies, uh, Aaron and Brooks. Hey. Uh, super nice guys. Brooksy? Yeah, Brooksy. We can, we can, get, we can say Brooksy. Absolutely. Aaron, Aaronski is a tough one uh, to come up with one. Aaronsy. Yeah. Um, anyway, super nice guys. And uh, late, later loops, which was good because a couple days I was a little hungover. Right. Uh, and good tips. Nice guys. I don't know. Just perfect, perfect loop. And on Sunday, it was one o'clock, which is usually about the time I'm getting done with work and heading for the couch yep. to watch some football. Ching, ching. So I was lacking a little motivation that day. And then I got there and they said, oh, we had a problem with the flight, uh, which can only going to play nine. I'm like, <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hope you guys got home safe. Good time. Hopefully we've got a few new listeners there. Excellent. Uh, so I went on from that job. Our buddy uh, Nick Galani actually referred me to these guys, uh, four guys from Alabama. Right. The uh, last couple of days. Um. Interesting loop. Uh, three pretty darn good players, and then one guy that was uh, just really just a beginner. I think okay. he played five or six rounds in his whole career. Career, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love no, that. His career. No. <laughs> but, but then I'm looking over, and like the guy's got everything PXG. Uh, like, okay, something, uh-huh. something's adding. Uh, someone's you know, good money. Something's going on here. Yeah. So we battled through the whole day, and uh, those guys are playing well. He's kind of trailing behind the whole day. We finally get to the 18th hole, and this guy, the beginner guy, who I Found out this might be a little bit uber wealthy. Okay. Uh, that explains the PXGs for Absolutely the Absolutely nothing for the wrong with that, is there? <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's all right. The one guy said to me, I'm like, I'm fairly wealthy, but this guy, yeah, forget about it. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of a rock star. Excellent. Yeah. So 18th hole, the, the beginner guy goes, hey, maybe uh, we should 
you know, this is kind of a special round for us all. Maybe we should play for a little something here on 18. Mm-hmm. And the one guy, Lee, said to him, okay, fine, I'll, I'll play you for something. Like, what are you thinking of, like a couple hundred bucks? And yeah. the guy said, no, I was kind of thinking more something more interesting, like 5G. Oh, <laughs> no. Five grand. But this guy is horrible, so we're all thinking, well, what's the handicap? So five, five grand, one hole. One hole, wow. 18th hole. And we, we were doing some bartering, and we decided, all right, it's fair, uh, five shots. Because the other guy's a pretty good player. He's more than likely going to make a par. Okay. He's like a two handicap. Okay. And this guy could this guy could have made a, a fifteen easy. Okay. Right. But all right. So anyway, they're they're going along. The guy actually hits a decent drive, and then it's just five iron, five iron, five iron, getting closer. Uh, finally hits his like fifth shot in the bunker to the left. Right. And he gets stuck in there for a little bit. <laughs> he said it was two. I think it was a couple more. <laughs> the other the good players right down the middle, right on the green. Right. Right. Um. The bad player, he finally gets up there and just misses his putt, and he says, "Oh, that's a 10. I'm like, "Really? Wow, <laughs> really? okay, all right." And so now the the good player, he hit a bad lag putt, and he's got like a five footer, like a little bit of break. Oh, he's got to suddenly make this. Uh-huh. Uh He 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 boxed it, and I could see the relief on his yeah. face. They were they were for real. Did he say anything to you? We are oh, this one really counts, Neil. I need a good read here. <laughs> There's something along those lines oh, for man. sure. Five grand. It flip flopped on him all of a sudden. He's like, "Oh, you had ten, really? Oh, <laughs> dang it! All right, like, sure wasn't eleven. I'm like, he was kind of looking at me. I'm like, I'm staying out of yeah. this. I think yeah. it wasn't eleven. Yeah, but that's all right. Uber wealthy's paying the wages. I don't get involved in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, follow him the uh, the next day and. This goes on again. All of a sudden, this guy's got the, the betting fever, the, the, the bad golfer. <laughs> so they, they do a thing. It's going to be two ground a hole. Uh, he gets three on the threes, four on the fours, and five on the fives. <laughs> and they're kind of – it's going back and forth a little because, you know, three on the threes. It's, yeah. You just got to make a little double bogey, right? Or yeah. even, maybe even just a six. Just hit the green and five Just somewhere. Just don't hit it in the hazard or the bunker. Uh, the guy – they're battling back and forth on the ninth hole uh, – Bad guy, he's hacking it up all over the place. Chip's on it. He's on in seven. I give him the read. He makes a 50-footer for eight. The good, the good golfer is sitting and hit a great shot, like a five iron in there, like 12 feet, a little left to right curler. He hits it down there, just hangs on the lip, doesn't go in. So they end up wow. tied on the ninth hole Right after all this. Uh, the back nine goes on like this, but the bad golfer... Uh, buddy, his name is Buddy. Yeah, Buddy. Hey, Buddy. I, I'd say I use Buddy a lot already. So yeah. I was doing a lot, a lot of hey, Buddy, Buddy, <laughs> Buddy, Buddy. I'm like, this is too many buddies. Um, he starts wearing down. Yeah, he starts making X's. It's not good. It, he's doubling down, doubling mm-hmm. down. Uh, he ends up losing 16 G, 16,000. Playing shooting 162. <laughs> <laughs> Great guy though. He was yeah. he was in good spirits the whole time. I guess yeah. apparently he has sixteen thousand more than I do because uh, yeah. I wouldn't have been in good spirits. I was going to say ninety nine dollars ninety cents per shot. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, no, value. Super, super nice guy. He's a good athlete and he's fit. He'll he'll figure it out. But he's definitely got no fear of throwing his throwing his money around a little. Wow. That's for sure. Well, yeah, good guys though. Good guys. Hopefully we got some more listeners there too. Excellent for sure. In yeah. Alabama, I'm, I'll have to check the stats and see if we have yeah, any listeners in Alabama. Uh, yeah, Birmingham. Yeah, if we see Birmingham, Alabama flash on the screen, we'll know who it is. Excellent. I haven't worked in a week, nearly. Oh no, oh, no. no. I'm early retirement, I guess. <laughs> wow, what's going on? Man? And I'm starting. Well, I'm starting to get to that stage where I don't really 
want to ever carry a bag again. Okay. Okay. All I think right. we're the only people in the world that are not carrying golf bags. Yeah. However, uh, oh, the thought of going back to it is it's tough. It's tough. Huh? So instead, I did my due diligence from last week. Remember I mentioned Kyle Stanley, Spencer Levine. Mm-hmm. Spencer Levine was throwing the cigarette butts all over the place. Yeah, the fag butts. As fag butts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just to anyone, you know, not that we have too many snowflakes that will listen to our uh, podcast, but a fag butt is, uh, it's not a, a slur. It is what we call cigarettes in yeah, the UK. Cigarette. So, yeah. you know, suck it up. Oh, excuse the pun. Anyway, uh... Spencer Levine, but we better move on. Had 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 um, uh, he blew a big lead at the waste management while Kyle Stanley had okay. won it, and I'd say, and you said, "Oh, I'm not sure if it was sex." I went back and checked because I knew I watched it. Kyle Stanley, he blew a five shot lead when he lost in the the playoff to Brant Snedeker. Okay. The following week, Spencer Levine had a six shot lead after fifty four holes. At the waste management, okay, over Webb Simpson, and uh, Kyle Stanley actually won that. Oh wow! All so right. you know, so, hats off. No, it's not bad knowledge. Twenty twelve, I think. Twenty thirteen. That's yeah. You picked that one out of nowhere, huh? Yeah, that's how boring my week was. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it got. Uh, I'm glad I glad I went out and worked and made money. Yeah. It, it also, it got worse. Uh, Matt, uh, Matthew uh, or Michael Wolf, he made three eagles in the back nine at the uh, Shriners. Uh, amazing, huh? Uh, yeah. I made a little YouTube video about that. It was very impressive. Three? Have you ever had that? Three eagles? Uh, that's crazy. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I think you had 28 on the back nine, right? That was third round. Yeah, third uh, round. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Uh, it was won by. Uh, Martin Laird. Uh, well, Martin Laird. That he he, uh, he made the cut. Yeah, he's he's he one hit. What are you talking about? What? Hold on. He's the first Scottish amateur golfer oh. to win our PGA Tour event <laughs> in quite some time. I'm surprised he didn't melt in the Las Vegas sun, man. Yeah, true. That guy's uh, he's a he's actually a member at Cal Club uh-huh. in the Bay Area. Uh, he's a solid eight handicap. Uh, I was gonna say, man, he he's been in a bad way a long yeah. time. Yeah. He's he's he hasn't made a cut all year. He's been struggling. Uh, he won one point five million dollars. So he's now he's got one point five million and one dollar. Exactly, exactly. So I think it. I think what it is is that's the, amazing. That's that's the nature of the PGA Tour, though. Sure. Huh? Well, you, you get one, one week. win. One week. Oh, that's it. One win, you're good for really for a long time, right? I, I believe though it's the beginning of uh, Scottish dominance on the, in okay. the golf the golf scene. <laughs> we'll we'll see. And your boy Top Hat Hatton. He yeah. won the BMW Championship in the European Tour. I watched That's... like two minutes of that. Okay. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping through for something. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised. European, uh, uh, yeah. It is kind of a slow time for golf, but there are another couple of events in the European Tour, and I really uh, hats off to them for keeping it going. Um, interestingly, Matt Wolf, the three Eagles, those two people have made four Eagles. The record is four Eagles. Do you know who they are in one round, that is? Uh, no, throw it at me. Scott McCarran did it in 95 at the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic. And Willie Wood did it at the 1990 AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Wow, wee Willie Wood, huh? Wee Willie! I now I know I didn't know those. There you go. <laughs> did you, talk, going back to Top Hat Hatton, did you see the hoodie he was wearing? Yeah, I like the hoodie. You like that? I like the hoodie, yeah, it looks comfortable, it keeps your... Keeps it a little warmer, right? Keeps the neck warm. Yeah, for sure. People don't realise how cold it is down in October in, in, oh, in the UK. Oh, yeah, no, it was freezing. In I Baltic. saw those guys. They were they were shaking out there. While we're talking about professional golf, our boy Bryson's been back in the news, correct? Yeah, that's right, buddy. Uh, the uh, 
mad scientist is going back to the lab. He's going to try out this, per, per, try to perfect this new 48 inch driver. Maximum, inches. Yes, maximum, maximum legal length driver you can use on the PGA Tour. Five feet long. Yeah, it's going to be a bomber. Well, four feet. Four, four feet. feet. Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, sorry. That's right. yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a lot of driver. Four, four feet's enough, you know. Uh, so anyway, we're going to be hearing about it. You know, he's, he's going to dedicate himself the next month to get the right shaft and everything. Uh, I, he'll probably use two drivers is my guess. He'll probably have a backup, like uh-huh. 45 inch, like Phil did a couple of years ago, right? And keep them in the bag like Woozy? Yeah. But make sure well, there's only 14? Yeah, in total 14 still, but that, that's wow. my guess. I bet you'll have a 48 inch and probably a, a, uh-huh. a 40, you know, 45 and a half or something. Right. Uh, anyway, I'm, it'll be interesting, huh? He, he could be hitting wedges into those par fives. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Any other news from the PGA Tour? Oh, big news. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh, the first major star tests positive for COVID, DJ. Right. Oh, wow. DJ, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they said it was an interesting nose swab that they got. Yeah, uh-huh. They got traces of COVID right? and a uh, quarter-inch residue of cocaine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Quarter gram. Yeah. I, they, well, the, the, the giveaway was the, uh, the the small square inch of a $100 bill. Yeah. Oh, they didn't even, they didn't even, they didn't even probe the other nasal. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that's okay. funny. Right, Ideal. DJ. So, okay, well, winners, losers, fame and shame. We're going to move on to that now. This is all, this is us tying up some loose ends in our top uh, 10 uh, courses played from from our listeners, the Donkey Awards, and also the Caddy Hall of Fame. All right, sounds good. Four! For anyone listening for the first time, this will probably make very little sense to you. However, you can go back and listen to previous episodes to understand what the next three segments that we'll talk about are. Seven, eight minutes, we'll be talking about the Donkey Awards. All right, okay. Donkeys. I love that episode. One of my favorites. So this is on our website, glorifiedonkey.com, and we gave you, the listener, the opportunity to vote on the Donkey Awards. So movies have the Oscars, music has... Grammys? Bingo. <laughs> and we have the Donkey Awards. I love it. So question, or award number one was for the best guest commentator. Okay. The nominees were Jack Nicholas. Clint Eastwood, Phil Mickelson, and Charles Barkley. So there was a little bit of support for all of these. Mm. However, the winner was Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood got that one, huh? Clint Eastwood was <laughs> got the uh, best Stary. commentator. That was for his time at the uh, Pebble Beach when he was in the booth with Faldo and Nance. Yeah, that's when he was staring off into the horizon. He was. It's a beautiful <laughs> view, though. It is a nice view. It's a nice view. You can see where you get, to, get, to, get a little distracted there. My favorite part about that was the Ziploc bag with the mixed nuts that yeah. his wife had sent him out with, <laughs> or his home help, yeah. somebody. But uh, he was uh, spilling nuts all over the desk. Yeah, not uh, not his greatest moment. Faldo, I believe he he just sort of rolled his eyes and said, "I knew this was a bad idea." Yeah, it was. So, it was. It was lasted two minutes. Best guest commentator, Clint Eastwood. Well done, Clint. The next award was for the best golf telecast. And the contenders were the Masters on CBS, the AT&T and CBS, the Open Championship, uh, Sky Sports and NBC, and the Players on NBC. This one, very little support for anything other than the Open Championship. Wow, people really do like that one too. Yes, it was a landslide for this one. (laughs) I like it. People enjoy that 12 hours of of golf nonstop. Yeah, uh, it's a good mix of 
American announcers and, and, and British announcers as well. Exactly. Right? They, yeah, it's a good mix. They bring them in and, and yeah. So the Open Championship, well done. Best golf telecast. I like it. And the we Donkey were, Awards. We were, we were talking that one up. Exactly. That's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm more partial towards some of the Masters, but with no sound. Okay. Just, just seeing... I think just the birds chirping. Exactly. I think I think <laughs> the, the piano playing, all the flowers <laughs> and the course. Okay. And I think it has a special place in your heart because, especially if you're from a place that has seasons, it's the beginning of the golf season. Yeah. So everyone's excited about that. We haven't been watching much. So, but yeah, the open one it hands down. Every once in a while, you will find a golf telecast where the sound's not working. I, I kind of enjoy it too. All you hear is the the sh- sound of the shot. And just the visuals, right? It's it's really nice to nap to. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> just just nice and quiet. There will be more. Whoosh, There'll whoosh. be more news and that type of thing at the end of the show. Actually, all right, good. Next one, most annoying accent. Right, five people here. We had Ian Baker Finch, Nick Faldo, Frank Nobelu from New Zealand, uh, David Ferty, the and the Immelman Brothers. Okay, That's it. I, think, not, I think I voted for Immelman Brothers there. It's like a music band, isn't it? Yeah, the Immelman like, Brothers. Yeah. Uh, one one is enough. Well, <laughs> one is too many. Excuse me, two is way too many. Ian Baker Finch. <laughs> All right, that's he, your boy. He yeah. was about sixty percent of the vote. Okay, so I, I could see it. You know, I I don't think it's that offensive. You know, I, I kind of like his voice, but that's fine. I think F- Faldo English accent classic. Nobolo is very smooth. He's smooth. New Zealand, yeah. very smooth. Yeah. The Immelman Brothers for me, sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to stick with Immelman Brothers too. Not but. happy with those. So uh, between and in fairty, I think that's a horrific accent. But yeah. hey, uh, the the listeners he, voted and it was Ian Baker Finch. All right. Nominees for the best golf analyst. This was the, the next award. Uh, Nick Faldo, Judy Rankin, Paul Azinger or Frank, Frank Nobolo. So I had gone with Nobolo. No, I went with Faldo. You uh, went with? I can't remember who I went with. I think I went with Faldo too. Faldo, well, again, landslide, Nick Faldo, okay. CBS. He uh, yeah. he won hands down. He's not good. not quite as much as the um, the Ian Baker Finch one, but he certainly came out on top. Okay. Uh, next award, the nominee for the best in studio personality. Brand this and this is this is hilarious actually how this one came out because. Brando Chambly and David Duval, who both work for the Golf Channel, right? That's their job, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. are in-studio personalities. And there was a third guy, Scott Van Pelt, who, my understanding is he does a little bit of golf here and there. Yeah, he does, a little bit. Landslide. Landslide, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good, man. Yeah, but, you know, SVP, I think it would be a little bit like your amateur golfer yeah. uh, six five five times he's played in his career yeah yeah and he ends up getting the the award for uh, okay fair best enough. player like yeah come on brandle yeah. david no one's interested svp wins that one less is more i guess sometimes next award where the words we're sick of hearing at the masters okay on the telecast right the the contenders were magnolia lane first and second nine patrons Pine straw. Ooh, uh, that's tough. I said dog fight. Dog fight. I think, what did I, I, I definitely went with patrons. You went with patrons. Oh, yeah. I believe I went with first and second nine okay. because it's absolutely it's absurd. It's close, though, with you with pine straw, though. I know. That oh, well, they, oh the, yeah, Magnolia Lane. I, I couldn't care less. It's yeah. like Penny Lane, big deal. It's yeah, a place. Fine. Patrons, not a big fan, but first and second nine, pine straw. It was actually a four-way tie. Oh, really? Wow. We, 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 wow. Couldn't, we couldn't split them. <laughs> all equally as bad, huh? They were all equally as bad. They all got 
uh, similar 24 25% of the vote so all right uh, that well, one carries over all right i like that that's, that's, <laughs> so, a, fa- that's a fair very fair decision uh, very fair the next award was for the best player commentary during a covid charity tournament and it was McElroy, dustin johnson phil mickelson or peyton manning um let's see what did i go for i think i went with phil you went with phil everyone else went with phil total landslide 80 Five percent. Wow, solid. He was good. He's very good. He could have won that other award too when he was the guest commentator. He was also really good there. Yeah. Next award nominee for best on course roving reporter. Right, Roger Maltby, Mark Rolfing, Doctor Pepper, Jim Bones Mackay, or Justin Thomas. Uh, all right, that's tough. I I think definitely Bones for me. You went with Bones. However, the majority of people went with. I don't even know anymore because I've had such a laugh with uh, producer Mike. Yep. Is it is it Dolly Pepper? Is it Dolly Parton? Is it Dotty Pepper? I have no idea. <laughs> Dotty Pepper, man. Dotty Pepper yeah. wins it. Dotty Pepper. All right. So that's hats off to her, huh? Yeah, absolutely. She's good. She she misses a read here and there once in a while. Gets it on the wrong side of the hole, but yeah, you know who am I to say I do the same thing? <laughs> um, now Roger Malt got eliminated there. You know. Why is that? Well, there's that last comment when he uh, he said he liked uh, DeChambeau hitting the three-wood on the, the 16th hole in the uh, Open Championship, and he hit it like 800 yards over the top of the trees. <laughs> Roger said, I really like the three-wood here. <laughs> Choo, missile. Roger's like, oh, okay, I'll just shut up. <laughs> I can't say I saw that. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Next one. Least funny golf commentator, right? And the contenders for that one were... David Ferty. Mm-hmm. And who who got that one? David Ferty won it. Incredible. Okay. Unanimous. Yeah. Absolutely uh, unanimous. A landslide, huh? A total landslide. All right. All total right. landslide. So All well right. done, Ferty. You won the uh, least funny golf commentator. <laughs> the next award, the nominees were for the most overused trendy word. Okay, so that was trundle, elegant swing, or snookered. You know, it's, it's like, what, uh, one think, golf commentator uses one thing and all of a yeah. sudden it becomes wildfire. So I think I went with snookered there just because yeah. it's so Scottish. No, Trundle. Trundle? I went with Trundle. Trundle won it. Trundle's kind of It was kind of close, yeah. but Trundle won it. Trundle's it was pretty 40, annoying. 42% of people okay. went with Trundle. Yeah. The next one, the nominee for the best golf telecast host. Okay. Dan Hicks, Jim Nance, or Rich Lerner. Surprising with this one, actually. Very uh, surprising. All right, I, I, I must have gone with Nance. I think you, you, I think you went with Nance. Yeah. Rich Lerner won it from the Golf Channel. Okay, so it was kind of close, but Lerner came out on top. He's solid. I like, I like Rich. He, he seems like a good guy. You'd actually want to have a beer with, you know. Mm-hmm. So the next award for the best hair on a golf commentator. Oh God! Right? <laughs> this is mind blowing. Jeez, this is we're, this is an important award. Where, where, where did where did these come from? These donkey awards, huh? Oh God! So Nota Begay. <clears throat> Brando Chambly, mm. Amanda Balianos, okay, Robert Dameron, right? All right. Who did you go with? I think I went with Dameron because I still can't figure out what that thing is in his hair. It looked like someone took a like a, a put a sand divot in his hair or something. Either <laughs> took a sand divot or they put some seed and sand <laughs> mix, sand mix, and glued it in there. <laughs> well, I went with Amanda. Right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Come on, it's it's an absolute no brainer. Yeah, you, you can't have best hair not have yeah. you know the, the the girl winning out of four. Well, but you know what? 
Robert Dameron won it. I see. It's true. <laughs> it's transfixing that divot, that divot thing in his head. Um, <laughs> the salt and pepper look, you know, it's just, it's just too much. It's overwhelming. The the, <laughs> the final award went to the brightest for the uh, it was the for the brightest future as a golf analyst. You're right. Okay. It was Michelle Wee West, Big G from the Real Life Carry Podcast, All Wee right. Neil from the Real Life Carry Podcast, All and right. Phil Mickelson. I think I I think I voted for myself. Well, I know you. I voted for you too. Okay. However, I won it. Oh, no, awesome. Uh, there was a two way tie, but uh, we'll let the future decide. Okay. So again, All that's right. a carryover. Congratulations. I would have to. I'm give, so happy for you. Well, I'll give a mention out to Billy Owens, who does the beer brewing blog on okay. the Glorified Donkey website. He actually put himself down. Oh, nice. All he right. said it's uh, you know it's oh, a no brainer. There you go. So, but yeah, right. Billy, Good you weren't you, even Billy. in it, but that is the uh, the winners and losers of the Donkey Awards. Now we're going to move on to the top 10 courses that you, the listeners, have sent us in. Four! It's very hard to compile a top 10, and it, that's why it's taken us so long to put it all together, because you're collating so much information, and it's very interesting to have a look at what people were emailing us, what they were texting us. It's all to do with geography as well. Because you've got people in Australia that were saying Royal Melbourne. Yeah. But of course, a lot of people are never going to go to Australia to play that. It's a long so, journey. You know, because of the demographics of sure. our, our podcast, a lot of it was American-based and certainly UK-based. And there was, there was a lot of good lists. Those were really, really good, well done by everybody. Sure. I, I had some uh, a few notables. I had a, a Bart McCartan, right? He had in his list, you know, usually the Royal County Down and, you know, Oh, you had a Turnberry in there, actually. Oh, nice one, Bart. Yeah. Uh, Bally Bunyan. Bally Bunyan. Never yeah. played it. Never played. Uh, National Golf Club. I would like to play there. Yeah. Never have. Is heard, it? Heard what, is it, is about... it private? Is it? Yeah, very private. Yeah. So Long for, Island. For the sake for the for the sake of this, <laughs> we decided that we'd go for courses that hey, listen, you could probably play. So, Accessible, yeah. Like Pine Valley could be on there, but not many people have played it. It's yeah, tough exactly. to get on, right? Exactly. There was an Ed, Ed Gore up in uh, Alaska. One of our uh, massive in Alaska. Yeah, he's first. He's top two, Augusta and Cypress. Well, Ed, come on, bro. Yeah, Augusta, obviously. If you if you played it, yeah. Hats off to you if you can play, but the majority of you're not going to play there. I I like Hunter Bendel sent in Cascades Homestead. You ever heard of that place? No, never played it. Cascades. Uh, he and a guy uh, Mason Ayers. He had that as well. There was a Kinlock. I think Kinlock is Virginia, correct? Yes. Cracking course from what I've heard. I know a couple of people have been there. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow or Creepy Hollow, as one person mentioned. Okay. Uh huh. Creepy Hollow, huh? Harbour Town got a lot of mentions. Oh, I have been there but didn't play it. We played there once as well. Kind of short oh. and. It looks it's, fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. A little bit of a mixture, you know, yeah. if you like that type of thing. Small greens and shape it around a little. Right. Bobby Bowyer in Dallas. He gave us some interesting ones. He, he went with Cascada. He went with the Walden in Houston, uh, Shadow Creek, Brook Hollow, Heath of the Day, and he, he's, his own course, Burning Tree, which is in Dallas. Uh, isn't that Teeth of the Dog? What did I say? Uh, teeth of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am awake over here. I haven't. I, just, uh, I was just checking there. Yeah, yeah that, that would be Teeth of the Dog, and it's teeth spelt with an E at the end. Uh, Interesting. So we had, a, we had a, a whole host of them. However, we compile our top 10. This is in no particular order, okay? Let's hear them. In no particular order, as I say, Pebble Beach Golf Links. That's an absolute obvious. 
I think on, nearly on everyone's list, right? It was on a huge number of people's lists. And pretty damn high. I, yeah. It's probably the number one overall. Um, not quite. But we had Royal Dornock, yeah, which you've it. played. I've never been to, but a lot of people who have been to Scotland have been up all the way up to sheep shagging country. Yeah. And the uh, worth the journey, man. The, stop, uh, stop in and have a single malt at one of those lovely distilleries along the way. True. True. Uh, Good trip. Jump across to Ireland with Old Head. Okay. A lot of people have played out Old Head. Little unique layout, right? I'd never never been, but uh looks pretty spectacular. Indeed. Looks a bit like a little little bit of a wind tunnel, huh? Huge wind tunnel. Yeah. Well, anything in Ireland is gonna be a wind tunnel, yeah, but that, even that one's more so. Really exposed, huh? <laughs> you really exposed. Here's one. Keewa Island, the ocean course. That was where I believe it was Langer missed the penalty, uh, the putt in the, in the Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup yeah. ninety one or something, ninety two yeah. back then. The the battle on the shore, right? And would that be where we Rory won these uh, first U.S. Open? It could be. Yes, I believe so. All right. We'll go to Carnoustie next. High up there. A lot of people love that. Don't want to catch that course on a bad day, though. Oof. If you catch it any time between November and, and, and March, you're struggling. You're struggling. Um, but Carnoustie, a lot of people went with that. Spyglass Hill got a mention. Yeah. Which I was surprised at. Yay, Spyglass. Um, very surprised at that one. But, uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's always in such bad shape. And uh, yeah, like, unbelievable that we it got, got on the list. We got Pacific Dunes, <laughs> which I was really disappointed at because there was a lot of abandoned dunes yeah. out there. But Pacific Dunes got, got more mentions. It was the eye candy. I'm sorry, yeah. The bubble-headed blonde. Yeah, what was the one with the uh, the armpits, though? <laughs> <laughs> sheep ranch. I, I, I carried for some people not long ago, and they said they, she, they loved sheep ranch. Yeah. But the way they were spraying the ball, mm, yeah, I, they didn't lose any balls. I talked to some other folks, and they they, they, little they, rough. they kind of agree. They're like, yeah, yeah, it needs a little time. Yeah. What was it again? The, the cute European girl. Yeah. And not, then you find she... <laughs> She has hairy armpits. Exactly. That's classic. <laughs> if, if ever you're gonna, it's looking so promising. If ever gonna hear the best description of a golf course, I believe that would be it. Yeah. Uh, the old course, St Andrews. Great course. Shocker. Well, super it, is fun. It really? Is it really a great yeah, course? Yeah, fun. I don't think it would make my top fifty, but you know, it's fun being in St Andrews. It's unique. If you want Enjoy to talk the about experience. The whole experience going. Yeah, well no, it's about the golf course. Really. Yeah. You see, that's that's one thing we we should have probably ex explained. Right. The experience between the second hole and the and the sixteenth is that great. Well yeah. the big greens are fun. Know. The bunkers are fun. You can hit it around a little bit. I liked it. Okay. Uh Arcadia Bluffs in Michigan. Don't know it. I have heard of many good things. Is it right right on the right on the lake, huh? Uh, our old buddy the Grinder has uh, been talking about Arcadia Bluffs for quite some time. a couple of pictures of it. It looks pretty spectacular. Uh, it will be on my list when I eventually go to Michigan, whenever that is. Right on Lake Michigan, huh? And uh, yeah, now we get to the number one, which was undoubtedly Turnbury. You know? Oh, so, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> All right. The number one place. And it's, it's surprising because a lot of people haven't been there, but everyone, anyone that's been there, Turnbury was their number one. So, yeah. You know, yeah, of course. But there you go. So, as I say, no particular order: Pebble Beach, Royal Dornock, Old Head, Kiwa Island, the Ocean Course, Carnoustie, Spyglass Hill, Pacific Dunes, Turnbury, the Old Course, and Andrews and Arcadia Bluffs. That was well our... done, listeners. That's yes, a, thank you very that's much a good to everyone. Uh, we'll yeah, bravo clap for that. Good list. Good list. Thank you to very everyone that, that, that got in contact with us uh, regarding your top tens. If you want, hey, listen. We know we've done it already, but you can always email us in. You can Instagram it, whatever, uh, and let us know what your top ten is because this is something we might do again next year. 
Now we move on to tying up some loose ends on the Caddy Hall of Fame. All right. Four! Our last port of call to tie up some loose ends is the Caddy Hall of Fame. So this was an episode we did called Caddy Hall of Fame or Shame. I believe that was it. Yeah. Or something to do with sham, whatever it was. It's an absolute disgrace that guys like Jack Nicholas, uh, Tom Watson are in the Hall of Fame, the Caddy Hall of Fame. Yeah, Golf Hall of Fame, fine. Yeah. But Caddy Hall of Fame, no. It's, it's a joke. So we actually are bringing our own nominees that we would put in. So, Neil, you, you uh, crack on. Okay. Uh, one I would start with, obviously, uh, Michael O'Keefe. Danny Noonan. Oh, come on! Yeah. You got to have him in there, right? True. Yeah, I mean it. It, it set a precedent, right, for for uh-huh. golf caddies worldwide. Yeah, high standard, right? And 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 this year he, he got to yeah. caddy a couple of rounds and in he, the uh, U.S. Open. He swung, swung it back full circle, right? Pretty cool. Very clever. Yeah, I like it. Uh, what else do I got? I got uh, any caddy that's over seventy years old uh-huh. and still looping. Yeah automatically in yeah we've got some guys around our place that wow fast eddie clausen man incredible incredible we're still not sure if he's an android or not (laughs) it hasn't been disproven yet guy eats one bagel and goes around twice every day for he's backing off a little now but yes well he's 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 semi-retired now he's only doing 350 loops a year yeah he only does does one every day yeah and our our buddy jerry jerry franklin's in there too Oh, scary jerry oh scary jerry's out there so i'm just to take a day off jerry he's got a backache just take a day off man you know no one's gonna miss you too much true (laughs) true very true kudos kudos to both of them that's all yes what about tiger woods you know because he Going back to the tenuous link of Jack and Tom, yeah, he carried for his son. Remember in the this year, oh yeah, he carried yeah, for his son in the Florida th- Junior Golf, right? Open. And the the kid is great. And well, yeah. let's get yeah. Tiger in. Yeah, let's put him in. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, you carried you carried any, a pencil bag. Anyone that, <laughs> for nine so, holes. How about just anyone that's caddied for their junior in a golf tournament? Oh, you're you're in. Oh, you're in. You're yeah. in. Yes, but they, these are, these are our rules. Remember that. Right. Was, that's us having a wee bit of a, that's a dig there yeah. at the. Uh, the, the Caddy Hall of Fame. Sure. I got one called Paddy Ace Wicklow. Did you ever know this story? Right? I haven't heard it. Entertain right. me. County Clare in Ireland, right? Mm. There's a golf course called The Dell. And the fifth hole is a blind par three. And there's a local caddy called, he was called Paddy Ace Wicklow. Right? You know why he was called Ace? No idea. Right. He would get, have his kids, one of his kids, he would hide them up in the bushes uh, near the green. Yeah. And when a ball would, he'd let them know when a ball would land up in the green, the kid came out of the bushes and put the ball in the hole. Right? And then he would go back to his hiding place and then and then his old man would get a nice fat tip from all the Americans that would turn Dude, up. That's legendary. Like that's, that's classic, oh, isn't that's, it? Like that guy is in. I love in. that. That guy's in. And then the kid probably got, you know, McDonald's on the way home, right? That's it. <laughs> he got, he got a burger. I probably, yeah, it's Ireland, he probably got potato. <laughs> Mashed potato <laughs> for you, son. You get oh. mashed potatoes and like it. What do you think about girlfriends or wives caddying for the for the players? For a nomination in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I'll say no nomination okay, in the Hall well, of Fame. Producer Mike had put down Helen's story, right? You know who she is? Uh, I think it's uh, Lee Westwood's bird, yeah. That's Lee Westwood's current girlfriend, we'll okay. say, right? Yeah. And financial experts have, have figured out that he's saved over 100 grand uh, since his, cat, his, his girlfriend started caddying for him oh, in, wow. in 2018. Yeah. What I would say, right, is his wife did it. His former wife did it in 95, and she lasted one hole. Okay. She said, <laughs> I, I think you probably need to get a local caddy. 
Now, at that point, they'd been married a couple of years, but yeah. what I would say is anyone that's been married or with their bird for 10 years, there's no way that she's going to carry for you. No way. And no. anyway, you probably want a little little downtime anyway, right? You know, well, <laughs> a little, little escape hatch. That's it. Steve, Steve Stricker. <laughs> After 10 years. Steve Stricker's wife sometimes regularly carries. She's called Nikki. Pat Reed says, I, I don't know, I think she's carried for him, but it's... Yeah, a couple times, huh? Yeah, a couple yeah. times. Brian Snedeker, when he was asked if he'd ever have his wife caddy for him, he responded, not a chance. So let's nominate Brad Snedeker! Yeah, hey! oh, yeah I like that. I gotta be honest with you, yeah. I, I, I have no interest in my wife playing golf, never yeah. mind caddying for me. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, no, that, I, I agree. Let's put Stricker in there for that answer. Because uh, that's, you know, saving money, Lee West would maybe, maybe it cost him a lot of money too, right? Yeah, oh, with, oh. Uh, Seriously. With the divorce. No, no, with the, with the ability as a caddy. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Well, he, he did win a tournament, what, a couple of weeks back? Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah. But I don't think this bird was on the bag. I don't think so. <laughs> I think not. he had a real caddy. A real caddy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, talking about caddies and being good players, uh, I want to nominate a uh, local guy, Casey Boynes. Okay. Yeah, great caddy. He's been doing it for, you know, 30 years plus. Pretty easygoing, nice nice guy, easygoing style out on the out on the course. but. A great player, too, huh? He's in the NCJ Hall of Fame, two-time winner of the Cal State Amateur. Mm-hmm. I mean, caddying and playing at that level, that's that's pretty darn impressive and doing it for years. I got managed with it. Under those circumstances, why not put him in the Golf Hall of Fame? Yeah, true. If, if, they're gonna, if, if the officials of golf are going to jump all over our Hall of Fame yeah. and start throwing all sorts of Mickey Mouse people in there, hey, let's put Casey in the Golf Hall of Fame and the Caddy Hall of well, Fame. Well, he's in the NCJ Golf Hall of Fame. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking like the, the, the golf, the hall, of golf fame. hall of fame. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, and uh, I think it's in Florida. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, to complete that game. Yeah, fair enough. How Casey's about this in. One? Casey's in. Martin Sheen, you know the actor. Sure. He was in Apocalypse Now, Wall Street, The West Wing, Departed. Right. He carried a golf club in Daytona in Ohio in his teenage years. Okay, at the age of fourteen, he led an unsuccessful caddy strike at the club. Because he was asking for better okay, wages. And, I, like yeah, it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have taken much to get the strike, by the way. Yeah. Just don't turn up to work, boys. But he, uh, it was, he was looking for better wages and working conditions. Right, so later in life, he was asked about his caddy days. And Sheen made, uh, commented, I'm very grateful for those days. Those people were something else. They were vulgar, alcoholics, racists, and difficult. Okay, right. laying it just, out there, Just so huh? you know. Wow, I don't wasn't think he, mincing he, words, huh? But he wasn't—he wasn't talking about the caddies. Yeah, I got it. He was, you know, <laughs> when I first—well, when I first read it, I thought, "Oh, that's a bit harsh." Yeah, you know. Wow. Just because the you know an unsuccessful strike. Yeah. You know, there's no way to talk about the caddies. He yeah. was talking about the players. Wow, he's leaning. Many up did not have a sense of humor. They never called you by your name. They just called you caddy. Mm. Most were cheap, selfish, and stingy. They taught me so much, and I'm grateful for the experience. It was a valuable lesson how not to be. They were ignorant, arrogant people who thought they were charming and had the world by the tail. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just throwing it out there. He's in. He's in. I like it. I'll tell you what. He's in, yes. but if you're ever struggling for work, do not go and caddy at, in Daytona, Ohio. <laughs> I think I'll pass. I think I'll pass. I think I'll, I think I'll stay here. I do. Well, I, that can uh, that can bring us. Hold on. Oh, go on. I have one more. Yeah, I want to uh, nominate someone you might know. Uh, Big G. Oh. For okay. For not because of your semi-retired lifestyle. Right. 
your five-minute interview in Loopers. I think it changed, you know, the whole standing, the raised the wages for caddies. Interesting. Raised our, our you know, our, our uh, standard in, in society a bit, you know. People looked on us a little, a little highly. I'd have to agree. Yeah. I'd have, that's actually I, a I, very good point. I got to throw you in there, buddy, for the five-minute interview in Loopers. It wasn't five minutes. It changed it was, the industry. It was 33 seconds. <laughs> but that's, that's very kind of you. you I was actually, now you mentioned that, I actually had written down you, Mike, and myself. Okay. Right? For putting up with Barry about yeah. <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> that's you know, automatic induction. Any caddy that could put up with Barry from LA... <laughs> You're in the you're, Caddy Hall of Fame. You're in, man. Yeah. You're so, in. So uh, that's that. We've got a fun there to finish. We are now going to move on to the mailbag, notable mentions, and a couple of reviews on Apple Podcasts. Alrighty. Four! Mailbag questions, Neely. Here we go. Yep. First one. If a top 20 PGA professional offered you a job, but said he would never ask you for any yardages, reads, or advice, would you still take the job? That's from Justin D., in Seattle, Washington. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a dream job to me. <laughs> All I could do is carry the bag and go to the ATM and cash my checks. I love yeah. it. I love it. I don't know. Well, yeah, of course you would. Yeah. You'd be mad not to take it. But be, yeah. at the same time, it, hmm, might, get, be it might get hard after a few weeks not to say anything. It'd be a long week. I think the, the problem is, well, you might be scrutinized by the media and people watching because they eventually go... What is, is that? Is that JP with a beard caddying for? Because <laughs> yeah. you know, we always talked about. Listen, that was the one thing producer Mike and I always talked about was how JP never seemed to talk with. Yes, you know, man. Yeah. Rory McIlroy, and yeah. and you were like, really, you're going to allow him to do that? Yeah. yeah but they no no discussion of clubs or anything, huh? Nothing. Nothing. So, but no, I, I think let's be honest. Money talks and top twenty. Hell yeah! I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. So, <laughs> Thank you, Justin, for that. Yeah. Next question. Have you ever been downright rude to a golfer you were caddying for just because they were acting rude themselves? The Teacup, Nashville, Tennessee. The Teacup, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's a nickname. Or, <laughs> hey, Tennessee, it might be his real name. The Teacup. Yeah. Teacup. Like, what was our other buddy, Shaky? Hitchy? What's it? Twitchy. 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 Twitchy's in the, twi- by the way, Twitchy's in the Hall of Fame. Twitchy, he's, yes. You know he's a caddy. Twitchy gets in the Hall Twitchy's of Fame. Twitchy's in the Hall of Fame, dude. Anyway, with a great nickname like that, you're in. Oh, dude. Uh, so, rude people. Uh, I don't want to ever risk losing my job. So you never know who these people are friends with, right? So, I would say no, but uh, stand my ground, but not, not get offensive or rude. Not starting to swear at him and cuss at him. You could, there's other ways to get back at him, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I can imagine you being rude, personally. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like your style. Not my style. I, do, I, I, I would probably clamp down and ignore the person before I would call them a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah, guess, definitely yeah. Not, not my style. I would, I would rather try to take the high ground uh-huh. if they're going low. I think that's something you develop when you get maybe 15, 20 years into caddying. You, you try and... Maybe stay quiet and say nothing. I, I, I've, I've done 100%. I've been rude to people. Yeah. I give it straight back to them with interest. Yeah. Uh, I've seen producer Mike do it as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think was, it's a personality thing, right? Yeah. He, he's from Philly, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. they're born angry there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm from the west coast of Scotland. So, yeah. you, you know, you're sort of brought up yeah, not to born, take it. Born, born angry there too. I, I once saw producer Mike. He was so angry with a golfer. The golfer was maybe in his 70s. And, he still thought that he could hit three wood, two seventy, and he couldn't. He hit it about one forty. Yeah, 
So he's given, he keeps on questioning producer Mike. Yeah. Mike's had so much of this. And Mike walked off the back of the 13th green and he slammed the bag so hard on the ground, you know, with the stand, yeah. that he didn't nearly just break the stand. It was the whole bag. And everyone sort of, there was silence for about a wow. hole and a half. It wow. was like, oh, jeez. Didn't know Mike. Oh. <laughs> vengeance. With a vengeance. I don't know if you call that rude, but hey, yeah. <laughs> the, so the, the teacup, the, thank the, you for that. The guy got the point, huh? <laughs> he did. Uh, mm. Next question. Is there a course in the UK that has not hosted the Open Championship that you would like to see hold the event? And that's from Daniel M. in Bristol in England. That's a good question. Um, Great question, actually. I think I'll go back to our top 10 list, huh? Uh, never been held there, Royal Dornick. Mm-hmm. Uh, great history course. Uh, you know, uh, was old Tom Morris design, and I think uh, just a beautiful, beautiful layout. And never been there, I guess, because it's a little bit too isolated, maybe. Uh-huh. Just a little too far away. A couple of points for you there. I'd love to see what old Tom Morris's team and his whole drawings and everything was for building a golf course back in the day. That oh, would have been... Yeah. That would have been interesting to be a fly in the wall there. Wow, a back the, of a napkin or something. Huh? <laughs> in, in, in the bar, in, in, in the, the pub. pub. <laughs> yeah, the, meet me in the office. In the distillery down down the way. I think Donald Ross had something to do with that course too. Yeah. He, he 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 was from there, and I'm sure he got his hands in there too. Yeah, got but, his hands uh, Officially, Old Tom Morris was the designer. Sheep are plentiful in the north of Scotland, but I don't believe there are enough sheep to. If there was all the fans were coming in, yeah. But I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, all right. I would, I would, I'd love to see, I'd love to see the the British Open being played at a wee course called Stonehaven, which is between Dundee and Aberdeen. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you tip it out. Yeah. It's, well, it's a par sixty-seven. All right. Thirty-two in the front, thirty-five in the back. But if you if you decide to play the tips, it's fifty-one hundred yards. Wow. So that's like. Uh, 28 shots for DeChambeau <laughs> get around there. <laughs> but it's, listen, it's, it's, it's all about accuracy. Uh, you know, if the wind, if the wind you know, starts picking up in the North Sea, yeah. you know, hold on to your knickers, boys. Maybe um, one other is Royal County Down, huh? There's been talk about that. Go back to Ireland at could a, be. a different venue. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised. Grammy, been, Grammy's been talking that one up. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they go back to, to Ireland. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to not give up on that one. Next question. I listened to your last podcast on etiquette, and I must say that bunkers are hazards and raking the sand perfectly shouldn't be that important. I hear pros yell, get in the bunker. I never hear them yell, get in the water. Bunkers are hazards. Get used to it. Peter S, Oakland, California. Okay, I'm just gonna say that should be angry, Peter. <laughs> I was, well, yeah, I, it's not a question. That's exactly. It's just really bitter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, Peter. That's fine. Good, good input. <laughs> I say, yeah. I'll do a crabby rake job next time, what? Peter. I'll be thinking about you. Do you think if Peter was, <laughs> do you think if Peter was a, a caddy he, and a, a golfer was rude to him, he'd uh, return the favor? Yeah, I think he would. So. I think he might beat you to the punch. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting point though. You know, getting the bunker, getting the water, it's a hazard. But I always think that the golfers are actually the pro golfers are kind of really quite arrogant because they they'll always say, "Oh, they'd rather it was in the bunker." Then and you go, "Why?" Yeah, you might get a, a really bad rake job. Yeah, you might get a hoof print. Yeah, and or you might get underneath a lip. Uh, they probably say it a little less in Scotland. They, they probably, <laughs> yeah, well, they do. <laughs> You're taking your <laughs> yeah, chance of saying they that. Do. <laughs> I remember, uh, was it the, the boy who got chucked out? Poulter had the boy chucked out of the tournament for saying you get in the bunker. Oh man! So maybe Shocker. that was Peter S. Shocker. Speaking of that, we uh, that? we haven't yeah, it could be we haven't had a bell end in a while, huh? Well, the, What's going I think on? the problem we're, with we're the bell end of, of the week is is we 
we were plentiful all year. Yeah. And almost we're, we had too many available. The other problem is you're not watching much golf, Neely. Yeah, that's true. So there's less golf to watch. There's well, yeah. there's plenty of golf on. You're yeah. just not. You don't decide to watch Martin Laird at the Shriners Open. <laughs> yeah, it's just that was it. Yeah, I, I, I should have. I should have been watching that one. Yeah, memorable. But I think you're right. <laughs> no, nothing. No bell end of the week this week. So we can. Uh, this is a a call to arms. All you golf pros out there. Start doing something. Yeah, start. start not, we need some naughty Santas out there. Yeah, give us, Santa list. Give us, give us some quality <laughs> fodder. Go to so jail. Get, get arrested. Do something. Exactly. So, uh, one thing I've always talked about, Neil, uh, is uh, people rating, reviewing the podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, another way that people can help us out by getting the word out is actually just, if you go to the Glorified Donkey website, now you may listen to the podcast on Apple, on your phone, you might listen to one of these platforms. Spotify or something. It's hard to share that because you have to do it through your phone. One thing people can do is they can go to the Glorified Donkey website, glorifieddonkey.com, and under podcasts, we now, because of the new website, we have an individual article, a listing for each podcast. You see, each oh, episode. Cool. All right. And what they can do, if, if you have Facebook, you can share it on Facebook, and that would be a great way for you, the listener, to help us out. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you're, you're listening to... This is, I'm going to read out the stuff from Apple because we still can't work out how to get our reviews on any other platform. Okay. You know, you're the Spotify <laughs> expert. We're, we're, we're back to the Rubik's Cube here. Yeah. Huh? So we got... This is a, from a saucy J Money. Good laughs, boys. Big G, Neil, and Kippena. I, like, I love how Kippena gets his name mentioned. Oh, yeah, wow. Guy turns up for, you know... 30, Two episodes. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, <laughs> I guess I mentioned. Wow, uh, all right. All great dudes. Love the content, boys. Keep it going. Been sharing with all the Facebook friends. Trying to spread the laughs. Had me and the wife busting up driving back to Vegas. That's nice. All right, good news. Uh, I see Herring. Must listen. The content is always solid, and the caddy perspective is usually funny. Usually. Well, come on, see Herring. Come on, come on. It's, it's being honest. See, always. Uh, I enjoy the bell end of the week segment. Sorry, that's we've just uh, addressed that. See Herring. Also, the Life is Strange song is awesome. Love it. Uh huh. Uh, last one, we have a Jay Pike. Fantastic podcast. We Neil and Big G share a fresh perspective in golf and share funny stories from their loops. Easily one of the top golf podcasts available. If I were a betting man, I would say. This is Ian Poulter's favourite podcast. <laughs> Poultsy? Okay. Oh, Poultsy. I'll tell you what, Jay Pike, he's got a good sense of humour. That was solid, like Jay that. Pike. Um, we're going to move on to notable mentions. Do you have anything? Um, good. I gave a shout out during story time. So. Okay. Yeah. I want to say, listener Dan Williams, he was in contact asking him about caddy tips. Okay. He emailed us about caddy tips. It's not something... We want to talk too much about, yeah. But, you know, we Dan. I'll keep get it back a little on the down low, right? But he did say he loved the the uh, the podcast. So Dan, hello to you. A Sam Golf Yob. Hmm. He uh, he sent in an email, and he said he loves the podcast. And what are the chords to Life is Strange? Because he wants to teach it to his friends. Uh, email Jimmy. We'll uh, give email you, we'll Jimmy. Give, yeah, we'll we'll give you Jimmy's email. So that's that's Sam Golf Yob. We'll have you. Um, uh, we'll put you in contact with with uh, Jimmy. I'd also like to mention that on the emailer, right? So we send out the newsletter when the new podcast or a new video comes out. And about three weeks ago, I was trying to log into the podcast at glorifiedonkey.com, right? That was that that email account. I couldn't. I could log in, but I couldn't see the emails. 
and I saw this reply, and it was back when we did the podcast that said oh, caddies turn up or show up, keep up and shut up, or yeah, or, or speak out. I think or, it was, or, or speak out. But it was, yeah. it was the subject line of the email said, "Do you think caddies should turn up, keep up, and shut up?" Yeah. And I couldn't open this email, but I was able to open it on Tuesday, and it just said yes. It was a reply that just nice. said yes, and, <laughs> and I was able to say it was, it was from Matt Bradley. So that's Matt, okay. our, our boy, our hypn- hypnotherapist. Uh, I got you. Uh, yes. over in France. So Matt, yeah. thank you for that. Solid, Matt. One last thing I want to share is coming up at the Masters, we have been uh, ripping in golf commentary. The, the the Donkey Awards. Some of the awards were for for, for bad bits and pieces. Yeah, for the good ones too. There's some good stuff, but yeah. in general, golf commentary is kind of mundane. It's kind of boring. It's it's you know. Over and over the same stuff. Yep. I decided that what we're going to do for the Masters, we're going to have caddy commentary from the couch. We're actually, through our YouTube channel, going to live stream commentary for the Masters. So people can watch it in the television. They can mute it. They can mute David Ferti. They can mute Nance. Oh, boy. They can, they can <laughs> oh, mute, wow. you know, okay. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And they can actually, it'll be, I haven't finished, finalized out all the bits and pieces all here, right. but ultimately it's going to be a bunch of caddies. On the couch with a camera faced at us, we're going to do some run out and some giveaways, some surveys and Twitter. So if you haven't already, make sure and get across to the YouTube channel. Get the beep beep button ready. There's going to be something, yeah. There's going to be something along the lines of. I have too much money on that. You know, I'll I'll try to restrain myself. So many swearies, you're going to get voted off. And, you know, it's going to be all about viewer interaction. Okay. So if 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 the people watching aren't interested in We Neil swears, they'll chuck them off. There you go. We'll be doing, doing, you know, giving away hats and glorified donkey swag and maybe some stuff from the That sounds like fun. I like it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, great idea. And that brings us to an end of another podcast. So, Neely, many thanks for turning up. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Good time. Uh, Producer Mike, he was with us as always. Thank you very much, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And until the next time, enjoy your golf, but most importantly, keep it humble. Peace out. Hey, man, can you help me with my golf swing? Oh, yeah. I got this little problem. I got the hooking the ball, hooking the ball. Maybe you can help me with my problem on a Saturday night. Daddy always told me that I seem so strange. Now I'm working at the driving range, looking for love, doing my scene, trying to get the women to show me their swing. Mulligan. Hey, wait.